2: Appreciate you stopping by. Always glad to have a young reporter from a college campus who's filling us in on exactly what's going on on these college campuses. From the College Fix, it's Rachel Culver. Rachel, how are you? Good to see you.
0: I'm doing well, thank you. How are you today? I'm
2: doing very well. Really glad to have you on. Um, uh, nice to meet you. I've never heard of of the college where you go, Master's College. Where is that in California? Or Master's yes. University?
0: Yeah, so the Master's University is in Santa Clarita. So it's a smaller town about 45 minutes north of L.A., And it's a Christian liberal arts university, so all the students that attend get a minor in biblical studies, reading the Bible, theology, history, uh, and then I'm personally studying political studies with an emphasis in political theory.
2: Nice. What what, what the heck is political theory? Should I know what that is?
0: So it's like reading the Federalist Papers, learning about John Locke, uh, reading different philosophers like Thomas Hobbes. I also get to study... The Reformation period and Renaissance history, and how that uh, period of time has then impacted our current uh, constitution and just how go- good government is supposed to work
2: I love it. you know people these days don't understand the importance of the Federalist papers and the fight that was going on about what our freedoms and liberties looked like in this country, how we mm-hmm. had to be better than the previous country where we came from or countries and uh, and that fight was real. I mean, there were real fights about the the uh, the first ten rights that that were listed. Uh, in the bill of rights and, and people don't get what the what the thought process was behind it, how much would it behoove people watching and listening just to take some time and start perusing the Federalist papers?
0: Oh, it would be one of the the second best investments that they could could do I mean there's um over eighty papers that they could just sit down and read one at a time, learning about the responsibility of senators and why they should have been elected by the states rather than introducing the 17th amendment and the importance of uh, reason and deliberation and not just quickly acting on passion. Yeah. And we're seeing that in so many different ways. So I well, definitely recommend.
2: Well, I'm, I'm glad that you do. It's Rachel Culver at Masters University in California. She's from the College Fix. We'll get into some stories in, in a moment that, that show the uh, the unbelievable stuff that's happening on college and university campuses. But, but one more thing on that. There's such a push in this day and age, especially from your generation, now, insult to you, where they're like, ah, the Constitution is 200 years old. We don't have to worry about that anymore. That doesn't make sense anymore. It was written by a bunch of slave owners. It doesn't, it doesn't really outline our rights. We should probably get rid of that and start the whole thing over. Yeah, do you hear some of that from people who are your age? I hear it all the time.
0: I do hear it all the time, and I think it's because they don't understand all of the work that went into the convention, like the fact that the Constitutional Convention happened and all those bright minds came together at the right time in the right place. Yeah. And they even had a compromise to pass the constitution itself. That's a gift. And so I think it's a lack of respect for the freedoms we have, um, and a lack of actual gratitude for, for what we've been given compared to other countries.
2: It's, uh, Rachel Culver from, um, from, uh, Masters University in California. You said 45 minutes North of LA. So I'm thinking, yes. oh man, it's blue, it's going to be woke, it's going to be socialist, it's going to be high taxes and people going crazy, but you say it's really not. There are parts of California not far from the big metropolis areas that actually are pretty conservative, aren't there?
0: Yeah, and so uh, while the district is... a. It's District 27 in California. It is a majority of a Democratic district, but uh, my representative, Congressman Mike Garcia, is doing great work to care for veterans and to care for military and just to make sure that parents are represented, that the schools are being taken care of. And so I think it's a testament to truly, not just being a representative for the name, but being a representative because Congressman Mike Garcia cares for his people. And we can already see that happening, and I'm very thankful for him.
2: Well, good. And I'm thankful that, that he's getting the job done. Uh, you can check her out yeah. on LinkedIn. It's Rachel Culver, C-U-L-V-E-R. Uh, go and do that. Let's get into the stories. Title Nine and female sports. You and I just now met. I know that I look, I'm look about 30, but I'm actually 56. So I remember when when Title Nine came around. And I remember asking my gym teacher, who was a woman, so what is Title IX? I was just a little kid. And uh, she said, well, Title Nine just means that girls – get the same opportunities as boys do when it comes to athletics or extracurricular activities. I said, well, that sounds fair. I've got sisters. Why wouldn't we want to do that? And now fast forward 50 years and suddenly you've got people actually arguing to allow men to take opportunities away from women and to codify that somehow in Title IX, a rewriting of Title IX. Uh, Give me your thoughts on that and and what you're hearing on campus about that.
0: Yeah, so... I think it's a a dangerous action for men to be allowed to compete against females because we've worked so hard for women to have an equal opportunity. And when you see other athletes who have trained their entire life to run a race or swim in a championship and then that title gets taken away from them, it's just – telling that athlete that their work was worthless. And so there is some work to provide amendments to Title IX to make sure that it maintains its definitions of biological male and biological female. And that's HR 734 that's currently in the House of Representatives. Um, But right now there's groups like the ACLU and other trans activists who are wanting to make sure that they can have trans students uh, participate in athletics that weren't meant for them.
2: It doesn't make any sense. And as we're recording this, I think the House has already voted on it, and it did pass. Not one Democrat joined in to protect women and girls Mm -hmm. in sports, which makes no sense. And I was telling you this before we started today. Hakeem Jeffries, who is the leader for the Democrats in the House, literally Mm -hmm. came out and said... The Republicans, the extreme MAGA Republicans, he said, are arguing about something that isn't really happening. It's actually not happening that men are competing against women. Now, you and I know that in swimming, in bicycling, in weightlifting, in rugby, men are the champions in in the women's divisions of all of those things I just named and also Mm -hmm. some track and field things. So when you hear somebody Mm -hmm. so disconnected, as a young person who's fighting this fight to make sure that women like you have an opportunity not taken away by men, do you think that he really believes that or is he playing politics I'm
0: not sure if I can speak directly to um, his intentions yeah. or his motives um, but I think it comes down to just culturally how you view the world and ultimately there are two two sexes there's males and there's females and if you deny the 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 foundation that all people are created in the image of God, and you think you can then recreate man or yourself in your own image um, and become who you think you are in the inside it 's the rejection of truth and reality itself
2: yeah no, um, so it 's absolutely right when, when you talk to your friends, your peers, your classmates mm-hmm. are they are they dumbfounded by this argument, or are there some who actually believe if I say today i 'm six one two hundred and fifty pounds, but a woman, I should be treated like a woman
0: so Thankfully, I'm at a Christian university and all of my classmates um, agree with this, knowing they agree that there's only males and females and they're right. saddened by the Title IX issues. Um, but what we're, what my classmates and I are encouraged by um, is the work that Alliance for Defending Freedom is doing. And they're the ones who have helped litigate a case in West Virginia to try to uphold uh, a Save Women's Sports Act in West Virginia. And while that act um, was held in place and that uh, the the act was uh, handed down and um, the Supreme Court said that right now um, it cannot be applied and boys can actually run in girls' sports, specifically in West Virginia. I think it's paramount right now that representatives – um, are continuing to make sure that women can have a fair chance
2: I mean literally women are being deleted i've got I've got uh, three sisters uh, I've got five daughters I've got a wife I've got a mother so I've always been working on the on the behalf of women and girls i never mm-hmm. I can never understand why anybody would see this as fair because as you said, um, you know Leah Thomas won and my friend Riley Gaines got second place, even though she should have won because she was the fastest woman, clearly but it's not only in the top. That also means that a woman who would have just made it, would have just qualified at the bottom, was not allowed to compete. And that's also mm-hmm. unfair. Yeah. It's, just, yeah. I mean, it's, it's such a dumb argument that we're facing in our, in our day and age. Hopefully, uh, the court cases will all go through. There will be laws signed by all the states. And maybe eventually because I don't know what the Senate's going to do now, but eventually we mm-hmm. can actually have a bill that goes through and sa- that says, if you're biologically a male, you can't compete against women. It's Rachel Culver. Uh, she's a reporter from the College Fix. USC and plagiarism. I'm not in Southern California. So what did they do? What did they plagiarize?
0: Yes. So it's a he's a medical professor um, at USC, Dr. David a- Agus. Okay. And he's written several books. Um, but the, there's several issues here with this story. Um, number one, he plagiarized over 95 passages in his most recent book that talks about uh, the nature's lessons for a long and happy life. Um, But secondly, it was discovered by the Los Angeles Times that he actually had a ghostwriter who had helped write several of his books for him. So it's a lack of honesty, a lack of integrity. And it also just shows you the perversion of higher education in many ways that maybe some people are just trying to go to fill their head with all this knowledge and get these titles when they're not actually doing the work themselves.
2: So had had it been known that it was a ghostwriter and possible plagiarism, would he have gotten the job?
0: I'm not sure at that, if that would have been the case. Um,
2: but but if, it would have changed things in the application process. I would think he lied.
0: Oh yes, it would have changed um, definitely when he was hired, but he's been a professor at USC for a while now. And so um if, we go back um, a few decades and the plagiarism had happened before he would have gone to medical school. Um, I would assume they would have those high standards to make sure that students would not be accepted for plagiarism.
2: One would hope for sure. It is uh, Rachel Culver. You can follow uh, follow her over at the College Fix. Also at LinkedIn, it's Rachel as it's normally spelled, C-U-L-V-E-R. Trans and King's College, Uh, more trans stuff. What's going on here?
0: Yes. So um, at King's College, there is a mathematician, um, his uh, last name Armstrong, and he's providing research um, saying that gender dysphoric men who compete in women's sports are actually uh, males. And so right. this um, researcher was correctly revealing the truth. But the DEI, Diversity, Equity, Inclusion Office, came after him and said that Armstrong's labeling of a gender dysphoric man as a male is actually mischaracterization in the wrong language. And so the professor, John Armstrong said, if this is gonna continue to happen, then integrity for researchers is going to be destroyed. There will be new bias standards, new ethical standards, and it will completely change the nature of science itself.
2: Of course, I mean, again, it's just somebody who says, I'm, I'm a woman. You have to treat me as a woman. Now I can go to, into the girls' locker room. Now I can go and do anything. I want. compete against any women. Uh, and I've said this a few times, and I think people have scoffed at this. At my age, I still could go beat any woman in any weightlifting competition, period. I, I could. Uh, I go to the gym all the time. I, I'm, I'm much bigger, much stronger. It wouldn't even be close. So all I have to do is say that I am tomorrow, and I can go all the glory and all the fame and all the TV cameras in my face applauding my, my bravery Rachel as a young woman and you may or may not want to answer this but as a young woman doesn't it put you off even a little bit well I'm sure it does that there are people being awarded and held up on high as brave by simply saying I'm no longer a man I'm now a woman how is that brave
0: I honestly think it's sad I mean as a former athlete myself when I was in high school I ran cross-country and track and for those four years if At any point, there was a male that was – if there was a male in the competitions, he would have beat me. And that's just the reality. And I think um, it demonstrates the weakness of men. And true masculinity is owning your character, who you are being a leader – and someone who's strong, and someone who's brave. But that's the opposite of bravery. If you're gonna be a man who's gonna declare they're a female, that's cowardice. And you're not standing up to the character and the high standard that you should be meeting.
2: I love what you just said. It really shows the weakness of men. I'm, I'm gonna add oh, the word some. Shows the weakness yeah. of some men. Because mm-hmm. when when you're William Thomas and you're 460th in the country, and suddenly you're the most dominant female swimmer ever, if somebody doesn't see a problem with that, they're the ones that, that have the disconnect. And certainly it's not brave to put on a one-piece and go beat somebody a foot shorter than you. That doesn't make any sense. It is uh, Rachel mm-hmm. Culver. One more story. Virtue, writing, and faith. Fill me in. What's this?
0: Yes. So this article was written by uh, one of our College Fix contributors and it addresses an online creative writing program that a Catholic university, St. Thomas University provides. And I think it's important to note that despite all the gender confusion and all of the cultural issues that, we, that we're experiencing, I do believe there is hope despite this. And I'm encouraged by the Christian educational institutions that are training up the next generation of leaders to understand what is good, what is true, what yeah. is beautiful, and that a virtuous person can then contribute to society and create a better whole.
2: What's bothersome to me, and that sounds great. I hope people will go and check that out at the College Fix. What's bothersome yeah. to me is that you and I are Christian, and we, we, we know what the, the tenets are of our faith. Uh, mm-hmm. I know what Catholicism was. I grew up a Catholic. I'm now non-denominational. And uh, for some reason, we're seeing groups uh, of people and actual churches, I'm going to put that in quotations, that, uh, that say they're Christian, yet they're flying the pride flag. Or they're, or they're flying the trans flag. I think there's a trans flag now. Um, and, and, they're, and they're talking about how one, one so-called Christian person said the other day that Jesus was trans. So, I mean, mm-hmm. they're perverting a religion. Can you imagine anybody saying that about the Muslim religion? There would be outrage across the globe. But you can say it about Christians for some reason and get away with it. And as a Christian, I'm not okay with that. I mean, are you feeling that same sort of thing when you see these stories pop up?
0: Yeah. And it just goes back to not only Romans chapter one, but also Galatians one. If anyone preaches another gospel, let him be accursed. And the thing is, the world likes to twist the, what the Bible says yeah. and preach what satisfies them. And so the truth at times, it it, it is painful and it hurts, but it's good. And it what is what helps us to grow and to look more like Jesus Christ.
2: I, great. Very, very well said. Yesterday, I saw somebody, some piece of video on Twitter where some person said, well, I mean, you're a Christian, right? So you're caring and loving and accepting. So you accept me as trans, right? They, they actually try to twist what the religion is. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the, the Christian religion still does have its tenets, still does have its absolute truths, still does have its it's sort of the faith and, and you know seal the faith sort of the word it's got all those things it never ever ever never said love thy neighbor and then be weak as hell as you do it it never said that what it said was stand up for what you believe and be compassionate treat people like you want to be treated but that doesn't mean that you accept something that is completely against your your moral beliefs
0: mm-hmm. yes
2: There you go. I'm glad that you agree. It is uh, uh, Rachel Culver. Go to LinkedIn if you want to find out more about her. Go and see everything that she does at the College Fix. I appreciate you joining us from sunny uh, California today. Let's do it again, okay?
0: Awesome. Thank you so much and have a great day.
2: You too. I appreciate you. We're back after this. Stay right here.
1: This is the Joe Pag Show.
2: Always appreciate getting a young journalist on who knows what's right and what's wrong and then reports exactly what's going on out there. I was surprised to find out that in that part of California, there were actually conservatives there uh, in Santa Clarita, which is, she says, 45 minutes away. That's very interesting to me. All right, I uh, appreciate you stopping by. Make sure you go to JoePags.com. Click on Watch to see all of our interviews, the Rumble videos, and check out the Instagram stuff as well. Let's do some pop culture. Dirty pop culture. <laughs> Hi, Paula. What's going on? So,
1: uh, Alec Baldwin apparently is going to be
2: having his charges dropped uh, for the involuntary manslaughter and in that shooting at it while making the movie rust. It's crazy to me. Crazy. Yeah, and they're also going to do it without prejudice. So, I guess that means he could still, be yeah, still him charge him, him again. Right. Right. And then... Um, the armorer from the movie, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, she's been charged with
1: involuntary manslaughter. Oh,
2: wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. And, and they're actually they're going to produce the movie, aren't they?
1: Yes, they're going to finish it. Yeah.
2: That's crazy. All right. Polo, thank you. Sam, thank you. Carrie, thanks. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Have a great night. Bye.
1: This is The Joe Pegg Show.